you do your roux in a microwave. This gut is beautiful and it's full of gumbo. Nick Saban puts tomatoes in his gumbo. Welcome to the Gumbo Show. Gumbo is a way of life. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Gumbo Show where three regular dudes get together to talk about the perfect bowl of nourishment. Here, as always, in Southeast Louisiana, I'm your host, Feynman Roberts. I'm joined by my gumbo expat co-hosts from Northern Virginia, Dave Huguenel, and from North Texas, Brent Barksdale. What's happening, fellas? Hello, sir. How are you, Feynman? Oh, I'm just enjoying the lovely spring weather we're getting here in South Louisiana. The Yeah, bef- before this, I heard you just ordered some crawfish. I did, and that is the best thing about spring, obviously, here. Uh, but yeah, the, the azaleas are blooming, the pollen is on the cars, and the crawfish are soon to be, at least at my house, in the pot. So life is good. We're kind of coming out of peak gumbo season, which is the, I consider to be the dark and, well, not so cold months here. But uh, that doesn't mean we can't talk about uh, delicious gumbos. What's going on with you guys? David, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm uh Damon, I have to admit, I'm obviously jealous. Uh, very, very hard to get good crawfish uh, where I live up in Northern Virginia, and uh, so, so yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pepper you with compliments today, and just hope that maybe like you'll send like a couple of crawfish like in an envelope to me, so I can just like suck. I, it. I will put them, uh, I will put them in the mail. I don't know how they keep in the mail, but uh, but we should find out. At least maybe it'll be good for some stock or something. I mean, the FBI, the FBI may visit you. Put it, put them in, put them in. Put them in a Ziploc bag, right? Mm-hmm. Put them in an envelope. I guarantee you it's better than any other crawfish I'm going to get up here in D.C., I promise. <laughs> hey, speaking of mail, I put in the mail Thursday your business cards. The Gumbo Show now has business cards. I put your – both of you guys have a package heading your way with some business cards. You can hand out at local restaurants hoping they will give us free gumbo if we can talk about them on our show. <laughs> hint, hint, everybody. But they're heading your way, guys, so uh, use them wisely. Well, the business cards are a good reminder that we are super official and professional here at the Gumbo Show. And if you're listening to this super official and professional podcast, please, please go check out our newly formed yet wildly popular Facebook page. Um, I don't have the URL in front of me, but it's on Facebook, The Gumbo Show. Check it out and join the legions of other gumbo fans who hundreds, are hundreds, 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 uh, at least hundreds of other gumbo fans who are on the page and talking to us about their gumbo thoughts, recipes, ideas, and how's, why, our, how's our Twitter famous? Why, why we're idiots. Uh, again, let me say that you should go check out our <laughs> Facebook page <laughs> because it is fantastic. Our Twitter, our Twitter, <laughs> the content is rare. I think it's great content. It's just very sporadically posted. It's it's sort of an underground Twitter. You really have to be in on the right. on the on the scene. Only those that are in to understand. Right. I think Twitter is is performance art in abstract and absentia. Yeah. That's that's really what it is. But our Facebook page is great. Our Instagram page is great. Uh, tons of great gumbo memes, memes especially on Instagram. So check those out. Maybe at some point there will actually be some gumbo show merch that you can uh, that you can purchase to advertise your allegiance to the greatest bowl of food there is and the greatest podcast on earth. So 
now that we're done with all of that uh, self-promotional stuff. Well, I just I just have to jump in because I think what Brent did was very unfair. I don't think it's fair for him to make fun of your Twitter. Uh, our Twitter is actually doing way better than our MySpace page. So <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Anyway, let, yeah. let's just get I'm it off done. of Feynman because he's in charge of our Twitter and it's abysmal. But um, no, it's okay. Let's talk about today's show. What's the topic, Feynman? I think all right. All right yeah, we're not gonna. You're not gonna go back to the Twitter. I'm not gonna try to defend our Twitter feed. Hey, let's um, do this show, and then maybe you might you might tweet about it. You might not. Who knows? I, I know it'll be on Facebook. I, I'll put it. Instagram. I'll borrow at least the graphic that Dave makes, and I will just post right. that on Twitter with very little context. Which and is if anybody's wondering what I do, who's in charge of our memes? It's David. He's David. the meme king, the gumbo meme king. He is. He's our meme man, as it were. But anyway, let's get into today's topic, which we've had uh, several guests on the show, some from around the country, especially from Texas, uh, from Acadiana, and so on and so forth. And so we've talked a lot about gumbo recipes and things that uh, and places to get good gumbo. So today we are going to discuss the three of us. We're going to talk about our favorite gumbos uh, and where we've gotten them and what we think made them great and why we love them. So. Who wants to go first today uh, as we talk about our favorite gumbos? Uh, Brent, I see you waving your hand. What's up? What yes. You got? So I'm going to go first, but now I'm going to – my favorite gumbos are, are going to be specifically places, establishments where I've had a good gumbo because you know everybody knows the best gumbo is, is at home uh, with your family or at a friend's house. Um but hey, there's a lot of restaurants that get very close. And over the years, I've had tons of good gumbo at these restaurants. It's, it's pretty much homemade because you, you could tell when they get it right. So I'm just going to I'm going to go ahead and just give you one and then I'll let you guys you know go to your choice. I have five here total. But so I want to talk about growing up Baton Rouge, Louisiana, uh, my parents, my grandparents. We would always uh, on special occasions go to Don Seafood on Airline Highway. I don't think it's there anymore, uh, but their roux was so dark, so rich, so delicious. Um, I'm just—I'll never forget that nostalgia of Don Seafood on Airline Highway. Their gumbo was amazing, and that's probably one of the best gumbos I've had. And it could be just—you know—there's been a lot of years between me having that gumbo, and maybe it's just more of me remembering the past and how what a great time that was. But I—I I just can never forget that dark, dark roux. Do do we have Don Seafood on Airline Highway in Baton Rouge, which is your hometown and mine? Do we have them to thank for your gumbo obsession? It might have started. Um, but again, like we talked about on previous episodes, you know, once you leave Louisiana, like Dave and I have, and you have too, you've been overseas, you've you've left a lot, but we're we're not there right now. So it's you know, you always love gumbo. But when you leave, you really miss it, and then you think about it more. And then um, when you do find it, it's like a big thing, right. and you want to tell all your friends about it. And that's how this podcast started because I would text you pictures of it. Right. So anyway, but yeah, maybe maybe that was uh, one of the reasons. So Don's on airline, great. That's a good one, Dave. You got a uh, a good favorite like that? Yeah, I mean, I think to Brent's point, living outside of Louisiana, uh, you know, when I think of my favorite gumbo. I think it's it's really tied into, you know, my favorite parts of Louisiana when I was growing up, the parts that remind me of friends and family. So the first gumbo, and again, I'll stick to restaurants and establishments that everyone can go check out on their own too. I think that's mm -hmm. that's the right way to do it. Uh, 
I, I have to start with Southside's Grill uh, in Slidell. So that was just a few minutes from the camp that uh, we would stay at during the summer and do fishing and all that. Their gumbo there that I really liked was called the Irish Channel. And what they did, and I always think of Brent whenever I get this dish, because Brent's the type that when he goes to a restaurant, he'll get a bowl of sausage, chicken and sausage and a bowl of seafood. <laughs> Irish Channel solves this problem for you. Uh, it is both seafood and chicken and sausage gumbo in a giant bowl. And it is separated by a line of potato salad in the middle. So you get the best of both worlds. You get the potato salad. It obviously all tastes amazing, but it's also like just the most unique gumbo dish. So I tend to like think about that one a lot when I'm thinking mm. of Louisiana gumbo, like back home. Yeah. So I, as, as you guys know, as we've talked about sort of off air before, me being down here is great because I get to go test out all those gumbos. So Dave, since you mentioned that place to me, I have gone over to the Southside Cafe in the Dirty Dell uh, over there in Slidell that uh, that is not too far from where I live. And I, I did not get the Irish Channel gumbo, but I did try both of their gumbos. I pulled what I like to think of as a Barksdale in that I ordered as an appetizer a cup of each type of gumbo. And then I picked the one I liked better. And then I ordered another cup of it for my lunch, uh, which is something I saw Brent do one time. And I've always thought of that's like ordering a Barksdale. Uh, and their gumbo, it is it is really, really good. Uh, it's just, that's a, that's a good gumbo. And if you find yourself in Slidell, that is a gumbo you, uh, you might want to check out. It's really good. Yeah, Brent. I just want to add to that that I think they owe Dave money because when I, uh, I think he and I, I don't know how many years ago that was, five years ago, we were both in the, in town. Like, hey, let's go meet. He's like, you have to check out this place. They have this gumbo with potato salad down the middle. It's amazing. So we met there and I ate it and it was awesome. So um, I think you need a coupon or something sent your Dave way. Needs a, he needs a commission because he's yeah, he selling gumbo for the Southside Cafe <laughs> in Slidell. I'll take well, it. I will. I will. Uh, I will jump on and I won't reference my childhood as much. Believe it or not, I did not eat a lot of gumbo in my childhood. It's more uh, something I came to as an adult. But I will toss out a place, another local place here uh, in the Mandeville Covington area. And that is the Columbia Street Tap Room in Covington, which I think just has a very nice, it's a simple, straightforward chicken and sausage gumbo nice dark roux. It has a great consistency. They use good rice. The sausage is delicious. It's just, when I think of just, I just want a nice, what I'm looking for in a bowl of gumbo, what I'm trying to make a lot of times when I make it at my house, it's tap room. It's just a great, you know, it's not flashy. It doesn't do anything that surprises you. It's a great local gumbo. It's really really nice, really tasty gumbo. So that's one of my, uh, and that restaurant's just one of my favorite places to eat anyway. Did you take uh, me there? Was that the one we met at or was that a different yeah, one? Yeah, uh, well, you and I have eaten at, I think we've eaten at a couple places in Covington, but yeah, yeah I think we went to the tap room and had the gumbo. <clears throat> yeah, those were the days, the, the three years my parents lived in Covington and I would visit <laughs> and go see Feynman for lunch. Um, yeah, that was great times. All right. Can I go next? Yeah, please. All right. Well, we're taking you out of Louisiana and we're moving to Texas and there's this random. So I moved to Texas after Katrina, um, but just randomly. And I lived in like the, the West Dallas area, Fort Worth area. And there's this place that popped up in Boyd, Texas. And if you, if you know Boyd, which nobody does, there's, there's no stoplight. 
you miss it as soon as you drive through it. But this guy opened up a place called Go Go Gumbo, and just randomly in the middle, he just on the on the main street, which it's not really that main. It's like a little street. He opened this restaurant, and there's always lines out the door. Um, there's no reservations. It's just you know first come first serve. But Go Go Gumbo, their gumbo is amazing. And in fact, I just shot him a, a message today, hoping to get him on the show. So hopefully that'll happen soon. But yeah, Go Go Gumbo, Boy Texas, their gumbo is awesome. And they have both chicken and sausage and seafood, and they're both excellent. And I've had both. And I've had, yeah, I've had a lot of their gumbo. <laughs> and even during the pandemic, they would do um, curbside, but it's it was a 45-minute drive. So unfortunately, you'd have to go pick it up, and then I'd make my my wife or my daughter drive and they wouldn't even eat. I would be the only one getting food and I would just eat it on the way home and it'd be gone by the time I got home, both gumbos. So go, go gumbo Boyd, Texas. Well, you would imagine that a place called go, go gumbo would be, be able to provide. I know, but in Texas, you, you never in know. Car. Yeah. You never know that if it's going to yeah. be good when I, I couldn't believe how good it was. It's excellent. I mean, it's, yeah. So next. Cool. Dave. So I think the next one I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to go from the North shore down to, uh, down to Metairie. Now, mm. Uh, another place that I really like is a place called Shortstop Po' Boys. Uh, their their chicken and sausage gumbo I've always been a fan of. Now, obviously, they're called Shortstop Po' Boys, so most of the time I would go there and get a Po' Boy. But every now and then, I would get gumbo from there, and I always can I consider their gumbo like fast food gumbo. Like I'm not going to say it's going to be the the best gumbo you ever eat in your life, but I always think of it as like if I'm going to McDonald's and like I'm just craving a Big Mac. You know, I'm not saying it's the best hamburger, but sometimes you just have to have like that Big Mac, right? That That's what shortstop gumbo is to me. It, it satisfies just, your craving. It does. It's super fast. It's pretty affordable. It's, I, I think it's just pretty cheap, frankly, when it comes to gumbo. And it, and it tastes great. Like there's nothing there's nothing wrong with it for sure. Uh, and it's just, again, I, I think with all of my examples, you know, that that's somewhere where even before I had a car, when I was a kid, I would like, I would walk from my grandmother's house a few blocks away over to shortstop just to get myself like a half po' boy and, and a, and a cup of gumbo. And, and I mean, that's like just one of the best memories I had as a kid was going over there. Shortstop again, that I, if I just chime in, that's a place I went on your recommendation recommendation, Dave. And then yeah, the gumbo is fantastic. The po' boys are also fantastic, but the gumbo is uh, is really good. And, you know, it's one of those places and I'm going to bring up another one of those in just a minute. Uh, a place where you get some gumbo in a styrofoam cup and you take it out to your car. And if you're really bold, you start driving. But if you're not, you just sit in your car and make your uh, wife drive. Yeah. Or That's yeah, or your daughter. daughter. And yeah. uh, you just like the day that I had it, I went over there. I got the gumbo. I went out to my car. I sat in the front seat of my car and uh, and that gumbo got better the deeper into that styrofoam cup I got so much so that I was definitely tilting it up uh, like like I was drinking the last drops of gumbo out of the cup when I was finished. Yeah, it's a, it's a great gumbo. It's exactly like you described. Just, just, you know, straight. It's quick. It's fast. It's delicious. It's great. Yeah. Another place where Dave needs a, a coupon because he, I've gone there several times based because of Dave's recommendation and it's excellent. And please, when you do go get the gumbo, but also the roast beef po' boy, it's awesome. I had the shrimp also. Yep. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's good. Yeah. I did. I had the shrimp and the roast beef and a gumbo. 
I had to no, try it all. I've I've actually gotten into like heated arguments with family members. I I I actually believe that they have the best roast beef po' boy in all of Louisiana. Wow. And, uh, and and like we, I've started fights over that, and and I'm willing to like, you know, shed blood to to make my point on that one. Nice. And I would I would just like to point out that uh, that it's on Transcontinental, close to airline, and it's what uh, people refer to often as deep deep metairie. Uh, it's a it's a great you could tell when you pull up this place has been there for a while it's a it's a great metairie location well it actually started as a grocery store i think they've been shortstop po'boys for a little over like 45 years uh but but when my grandparents first got that house just just you know down the road shortstop was like a convenience store slash grocery store that had that was selling po'boys in the back uh and gumbo and that sort of stuff but over the years Everyone was going there for their food, not going there to buy groceries, or I guess you say make groceries in Metairie. So they, uh, so yeah, they just they got rid of the grocery store. They turned it into a restaurant, and it's been like that for you know almost a half century now. Bob, uh, Bob, Dave, uh, my Metairie friend is named Bob, but Dave showing his Metairie roots by going to the make groceries, mm-hmm. signifying yeah, he's a local buddy. Yeah. Um, Where are you taking us next, famous? Uh, Okay, so I I have two more places to mention, and uh, the first one of those is Uptown New Orleans on Ferret Street, the Hi Hat Cafe. Uh, it is a beautiful, deep, deep dark rue, and it's the kind of place where you get uh, the gumbo, and you take your spoon and you just dip it enough in there to collect liquid. You don't go for any of the meat yet, and just take a taste of that rue, and it's so rich and dark and hearty, you realize that if there was no meat or rice in, the, in this at all, if you just ate this bowl of gumbo, you would still get a decent meal. Um, and their gumbo, it's its great. And the color is its darker than anything I've ever made. So I'm, I, I marvel at it, but it's a delicious, delicious bowl of gumbo uh, just right there. Uh, it's on Perrette and they have great food there in general, but their, their gumbo is really, it's sort of theirs and, and I love it. Nice. You want to just finish your list and we'll just finish our yeah. list? Yeah, I can uh, I can finish up the other place. And I want to call back the Ian McNulty episode of The Gumbo Show, one of our earlier episodes. Um, Ian McNulty recommended to us, uh, he's the New Orleans Advocate Times Picayune food writer. He recommended that we try Broad and Bank Seafood, which is at the intersection of Broad and Bank Streets in New Orleans. And uh, so I did go by there uh, just a couple of weeks ago for the first time. And their gumbo is a little bit different. It's to go only, so it only comes in the styrofoam cup. Uh, and Magnol- as McNulty described, it fits in your cup holder. You know, you take it in your car, then you smell it on the way home. Uh, I didn't wait till I got home. I sat in my car and ate that. And it's it's uh, it's a little bit different. It's a little non-traditional, but it's close to traditional. But it's got two different types of sausage, shrimp and chicken in it. And um, Brent would notice immediately it is so full of meat there is a lot of meat in there and all of it is delicious the shrimp are big and tasty the chicken is is just delicious and the two types of sausage you just you just don't want it to end even when you're super full so you just buy the bigger you just buy like a quart and keep that all for yourself which is i may or may not have done i admit nothing but it's a it's a great to go Bowl of gumbo just there in uh on Broadbanks. Hey, Famine, 
So uh, Feynman and I probably sit in our car with a styrofoam cup of gumbo and contemplate life, uh, the future, the past. Dave, do you find yourself doing that? Contemplating the future and the past? I mean, in your alone or in your getting, car with the styrofoam bowl of gumbo. I just <laughs> feel like we're getting kind of esoteric on the gumbo show. Today. I don't know. I don't know. I guess. I guess so. Wait, what's that I, word mean? Esoteric? I don't know. I mean, you're the big word guy. I, I saw, I, I don't know. I think I saw it like on a Hallmark card and I just thought yeah, it sounded nice. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I just, I just imagine like I've been alone in my car with the styrofoam cup of gumbo before many times. And now I know Feynman has. And uh, what is wrong with us? Just or are that, we amazed? Are we amazing? It, I don't know. I stare into that that styrofoam cup, that dark, and I think to myself, <laughs> "Look at this! There is a God somewhere, <laughs> and He wants us to have gumbo." That's right. Gumbo is proof that God loves us. Tomorrow, something off is proof that God loves us and wants us to be happy. That should Tomorrow. be a meme. That that actually sounds like a Hallmark card. Yeah. Gumbo is you should make a meme, Dave. <laughs> yeah, make that meme. All right. So I'll go, I'll just finish my list so we can move on. Um, so the Chimes in Baton Rouge, growing mm. up, I went to LSU. Um, mm. I used to go there for the beer, and now I go there for the gumbo, duck and sausage gumbo mm. uh, at the Chimes. is excellent. One of my favorites in Baton Rouge. And now they're in Covington, and they're moving. You know, they're growing. Um, let's see. Mr. B's Gumbo Yaya and the French Quarter, excellent. Very much. Chicken and sausage, whatever. Gumbo Yaya. Um, and then back to the Metairie area in the parish, Bucktown and Bucktown, R&O's. Now, they're known for their oh, roast yeah. beef po' boys. They're known yeah. for their Italian salad, which is awesome. The Italian salad at R&O's, it'll make you smell the whole day. It's great. Olives and all the, the dressing, it's great. But the gumbo is excellent. I've had their chicken and sausage, and it's really, really, really good. So uh, I think they, they – I want to make sure they represented this episode. So R&O's in Bucktown. Dave, what you got? Well, I, I think it's fair to say that in Metairie, if you throw a stone anywhere, you're probably going to find some decent gumbo. It's just, it's always good. And Bucktown's a great place for it. Um, the other one that I'd want to mention is actually Commander's Palace and their chicken and sausage gumbo. I've always been a big fan of it. But I think what's special about it, and the reason I have to talk about it on this show, and I think we talked about this with Brett Berry a little bit on a previous episode, is in terms of a roux-based chicken and sausage gumbo being at a restaurant that was really started by Commander's Palace, I think in like the early to early 80s, late 70s, something like that. And then it just kind of exploded in popularity. So we kind of owe Commander's Palace for all of the different gumbos we've talked today at restaurants that really started with them and doing that type of gumbo in a restaurant setting. Uh, before that, it was just folks cooking it in their homes and sharing recipes and things like that. And obviously it's a great gumbo. And if you've never been to New Orleans before, and you're trying to hit you know all the major restaurants like commander's palace is a, is a must go in my opinion anyway yeah i think i've been to i've actually i think it was commander's palace where i went to a wedding in new orleans and i think that's where one of the events was and uh anytime i get all you can eat anything uh i'm a happy camper so i think we had all you can eat gumbo now the best time of my life was when i had all you can eat drago's charboard oysters at an event once I did not leave the side of that table where the guy was just charbroiling those oysters and uh, handing them to me. I didn't care how hot they were. I had blisters, whatever. I ate so many oysters that day. And also, Drago's has excellent gumbo, by the way. Actually, and this is uh, this is not the char grilled oyster podcast, Brent. You'll have to save be. that. Save that. Drago's is excellent. 
<laughs> and I actually forgot to mention, I think the last time I was in Louisiana and had gumbo was probably at the chimes when I got their duck and duck and sausage gumbo. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's spot good on. Choice. It's really good. Yeah. It's Very nice solid. Game. Right there. Yep. Yep. Good. Well, I think that uh, just about wraps up this uh, episode of the gumbo show. Uh, we thank you for joining us. As always, please check out our social media, especially our avant-garde and very risky Twitter feed. Underground. Which is, it's, it's right, which it's so underground, we don't tweet very often, <laughs> <laughs> which is at Gumbo Show. Uh, but definitely check us out on Facebook, The Gumbo Show. We're on Facebook and on Instagram at Doug Gumbo Show, DA Gumbo Show. Uh, thanks again for joining us, and we'll talk to you soon when we get together to talk more gumbo. And as always, may your roofs be dark and your bowls be full.